You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Well, hello, Key Dog. How goes the battle? Ah, okay, yeah. That, uh, that pandemic, uh, it might be subsiding in the rest of the world, but it seems like a major issue behind ball, bars. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, good. You know, uh, out here, it's the same thing. You just got to keep yourself safe and make sure you do stay away from the people that actually have the... Uh, have tested positive so that's uh so we can't we can't complain you're doing the right thing i just wish everybody else would okay good good so that's that's some good news too and yeah okay and i've been hearing about that from some other prisons as well you know we we convict people we send them off to prison and there's certain things that we as loved ones expect we expect you to get proper training proper medical uh, the basics uh, a comfortable place to uh, sleep and uh, you know a safe very safe environment and uh, if we pay for cable TV if we pay for internet and if we're paying for uh, special treats like cakes and, and pizza and a little outings or something, you know, we expect you to get it. Right. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense that. Uh, the taxpayers would be paying for something like that, and then you not have it for months. Well, okay, and and that's what we'll uh, that's what we'll fight for out here, because uh, they're not going to be able, you know. Well, the public's not going to be able to help you unless the public knows what's going on, and that's why we need to hear from you guys. And I, I, I find it hard to believe that anybody would not support something like that. Because I, you look at it like this. If you don't get something like books or um, movie night or even, in your case, cable TV, I hate to think about what it would do to the mental state of some of the people that's in there. The only communication they would have would be with their loved ones, maybe, if that's all working. And then uh, you may not always get accurate information. They could tell you that there was a shooting in downtown Seattle, and you can get upset about that, wondering if it was anybody you knew, and then you find out that nothing really happened. Somebody was just pulling your leg. And, you know, if you have 
news station, at least you can keep up with the world. And some of the, the people that, like me, I enjoy watching the news. I like keeping up on current events. And, and to have that just ripped away from me, especially if I'm paying for it. If I'm paying to have a news service and I don't get it. You have it, 60 seconds remaining. It's like paying for a newspaper and I don't get it. That would make me upset. But apparently the taxpayers don't care. Yeah, we'll pay for cable. And we don't care if we get it or not. Some things just don't make sense to me. But I'm glad you told me. And uh, I'll see if I can get the word out. Contact some people. See what can be done. And uh, communication, that's big. You, know, it's easy you have to, 30 seconds remaining. It's easy to forget about you when you're just locked up. Okay. Definitely. I'll, uh, I'll definitely let everybody know what's going on and, and uh, get the message out. Yeah, yeah, I'll let them know to contact you. Hey, you bet. You take care of yourself. Oh, yeah, she's doing great. So uh, keep her in your prayers. Hey, welcome to a QS inmate call, and I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And that is a conversation that's based on some communication that I've been having with uh, Robert Yates. And it doesn't surprise me that when people are locked up, we just forget about them. What does surprise me is that we lock folks up and believe that our taxpayer money is being spent wisely. Now, you know, even I have a little difficulty accepting some of the stuff that, that goes on inside the prison. Like in the women's prison, they had... Uh, a moment where their uh, TV was out. And, uh, you know, when you hear about people getting color TV, getting internet, getting uh, ice cream dishes, you know, these things that I've talked about on uh, the YouTube channel. It's very easy to say these people are convicted. They went to prison. They don't deserve all these luxuries. And I wouldn't argue with that. Wouldn't even want to. Yet, if we take a person and put this person in prison for life. And... we're supposed to provide medical and we're supposed to provide three meals, a secure environment. You know, if they're supposed to do this and they don't get them, we should at least look at ourselves. You make this promise and no matter what this person did on the outside world to get there, 
if you promise this person you're going to do something and you don't follow through you really have no business criticizing this person's lifestyle and you understand how easy it is to fall short of expectations to slip outside the law it's not really that difficult and it can be even more difficult to try to get back onto that right track and if we treat a wrong with a wrong it's not doing anybody any good and it's certainly not showing the right example to people that's going to serve their time and then get out and look back and say you know the public didn't look out for me so why should i look out for them so as we talked about before if a person commits a crime and goes to trial and is convicted and sent to prison we can't say that it's going to be a free ride because prison has a set of rules and policies that it must follow and if we as taxpayers are allowing uh, telephone calls email video visits cable tv internet radio then that stuff that we pay for to give to these incarcerated people and that stuff that should be expected that should be available whenever it's whatever's part of the term here and so that's that's one of the things that that bothers me because we think sending a person to prison we don't have to follow through on all that stuff we can forget about the people it just doesn't work that way cuz there's loved ones out there who get very upset when covid runs rampant inside the prisons why in a controlled environment like that does covid get loose why are people dying in there because they're being neglected they're complaining about an ailment and the people just kind of treat it as a minor uh, issue and then we find out the uh, department of corrections is being sued and you know if i was a insurance company providing insurance for the department of corrections i'd be a little nervous especially if i'm hearing all these complaints and seeing these things reports and stuff on tv and in the uh, court system that's just challenging the the doc and challenging the uh, policies of the state it's just because you know you'd be paying out to try and make it right and if nothing happens oh well now I'll I'll read to you what I got from Robert Gates and it says uh and I asked him you know if there's anything that's going on in there that he would like me to talk about and he says uh right now we're in our third month of TV cable non-service in the bar units we have not had functioning TV cable service for months and have to try receiving air channels and that's local TV reception 
Seems DOC can't fix even the basic institutional systems we pay for. Frustrating. Okay, so the court system convicted him, sentenced him, and now it's not following through. Now we can condemn him, we can call him names, but what does that make us? If we make a promise, if we tell these people that we're paying for a service and we don't give it to them for months, what kind of people are we? Do we have a right to point fingers? Of course not. And you might say, well, I'm not part of this DLC system. This is something I really don't care too much about. I've got other things on my plate. Yes, true. But you're paying the taxes. And your taxes are paying for a service that isn't even available. And again, imagine subscribing to a newspaper and never getting that newspaper. And for months, you pay for this newspaper and for months, you don't get it. Now, either we should contact the uh, company and get reimbursed or we should contact the company and get the newspaper delivered or we can just choose to keep doing that and in the department of corrections we're just choosing to do that to ignore it and i just don't think that's right i think it's a big fat waste of money and if we can't give the people what we promise we're going to give them and, and remember this is a promise We are telling people that we convicted of a crime, telling them that you are a bad person. What you did deserves punishment. We're telling these folks that. We're locking them up, taking them away from freedom because of something that we consider terrible that they did out in, in the world. And then we turn around and treat them in pretty much a similar matter. We break our promises, we don't follow the law, we don't follow policy, and we step on many of their rights. And as a lot of other advocates would say, if we can't properly care for these people behind bars, don't put them there. Put them someplace that we can afford. I like the idea of uh, work release or ankle monitors or maybe some kind of uh, treatment program for addiction or for anger management or for uh, maybe community service where these people can go from school to school and talk to students share their experiences and, and give advice on what not to do that to me would give back to the community would be money that would be very difficult to waste once we spend it And it, it would be something that would uh, be beneficial 
down the line in the long run. We need to attack crime at the source. We can't keep putting band-aids on a gunshot wound. And we certainly can't uh, take the person and put them in the background and and hope that everybody's just going to forget this thing. We can we can definitely make a difference out there. We can work together and we can give ourselves stronger communities and we can really reduce this crime spree that's popping up. And for me to take a person who's a habitual criminal, lock them up, rehabilitate them, put them back out on the street and never see them go back in again. Like Demar Nelson talked about in our interview people that get out and don't come back they reduce recidivism which is what we want reduction in recidivism that's a success that's well worth the money well worth the money and of course when you hear about violent crimes like the school shootings or shootings at malls or churches or in public gathering it's usually not a former inmate or somebody who'd been convicted of a, a major crime or a violent crime it's usually not them it's somebody new with new problems and we can weed these people out by listening by offering services that could help these people that could guide them to a solution to the problems they're they're having and I'm all for that I'm all for ending this thing I want to live in a safe community and I'm tired of seeing people going in and coming out and going in and coming out and this this easy on crime thing is just heartbreaking if a person attacks somebody with a weapon and gets arrested and released from jail within 24 hours why why not do something like that if people are thinking about it And the one thing that would deter them is the fact that I could get caught and go to prison for the rest of my life or I could be uh, locked in isolation. If that's off the table, if they could get out there, attack somebody, and then be home for the weekend, it's not a very good incentive not to do anything like that. So I, I hope you can look at your state's finances and make your own decision on whether or not the money is being spent wisely. Are your prisons being refilled? Are they uh, are people being locked up and forgotten? Is crime on the rise? You know, what are some of the things that you consider important here that uh, can be fixed 
with uh, a revised system. I hope you can get out and take a look at that. And let's get together and let's cut back on this crime. And let's give the people what they need to live a comfortable life and what they deserve so that we can put safety back in our community and uh, live a very happy long life. So thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a wonderful day and go out and make some beautiful memories for tomorrow.